Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise base in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God and his ministries are accompanied by strong teaching, healing and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are boasting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed by God specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Share your testimony with us, leaving a write-up of it in the comment section. Or you can send it to us via email at contact at pdjministries.org. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. He said, he has settled on us as the focus of his love to be made whole and holy by his love. The love of, the reason why you, a believer cannot lose his holiness because he did not choose to be holy. It was the love of God that made him holy. Then he said to you in the book of Romans, what can separate us from the love of Christ? Nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. Which means that the holiness that you receive by love. So somebody says, but you are born again and you are, you are sinning, you are doing this. Okay, fine. The guy still can't lose his holiness. Yeah, he lied, but he's still holy. Mm. That's where some of you are like, mm. Okay, the, the guy went to fornicate, but he's still holy. Because holiness is not the act. Holiness is a nature. That is who you are. And I keep telling you, don't we have, a few days ago, I, I, was, I was checking something on Facebook, and I saw, excuse me to say, I saw a guy who was sleeping with um, a cow from his window. You saw it? Yeah. He was sleeping with a cow on... <laughs> So, that guy is not human being again. Is he a human being? Yes. After sleeping with the animal, is he a human being? Yes, no, no, he's not. Yes. He's somebody else. Is he human? Yes, because he has a human nature. But he committed an act. The act is wrong on every side. But it does not change his, human, his nature. Yes. You too, the day you became born again, you receive a nature called holiness. So it is your nature. So God expects you to live out the life of holiness which you have. So he wants you to behave like human beings will behave. So you are, your nature is human. So human beings are supposed to sleep with human beings, not animals. Can you see this? So you have been made holy. So God wants you to live the holy life like a holy. You, you understand? But even though you sin, it does not change your nature. You have committed an unholy act but it does not change your nature so would that guy go to heaven he's there hey the man of God you are saying when people sin they will go okay now people who go to heaven has become we have become the judges of, the, of sin then they will quote you the scripture the bible says that anyone that does all these things shall not inherit the kingdom of God 
Be glad you are here and you hear these things. He said, my little children, I write this to you that you sin not. Then he said, if, but if, if anyone sins, which means sin is a condition you can choose to or not. So there are some who don't and there are some who do not because they want to. He said, I'm quoting First John 2. He said, if anyone sins, he said, we have an advocate with the father. Huh? He said, look at it. I write this, dear children, to guide you out of sin. But if anyone does sin, he said, we have a priest friend. Oh, in the presence of the Father, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, righteous Jesus. King James, King James captures this very well. Am I asking you to go and sin? There are some of you, after hearing the, the message of righteousness, I'm sure sin has become something that, like it doesn't even cross your mind. Because the message of Christ does not propel people to sin. He said, my little children, these things write I unto you that ye sin not. And if any man sin, he said, we have an advocate. Who's an advocate? A lawyer. A lawyer who speaks on your behalf. So a lawyer who speaks, he's an advocate. Where is the advocate? He is with the judge. The advocate that is speaking for you. He is with the judge who is about to judge you. The, judge won't, the judgment will happen. And he, he described him. Jesus Christ the righteous. Can you see this? I know this thing will take a long time before it gets out of people's minds. You see, once you are in the flesh, you are susceptible to certain mistakes as a baby Christian. But as you hear God's word and you decide to grow, you push, you put away childish things. Sin is a childish thing. Paul said, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. But when I grew up, he said, I put away childish things. So when a man begins, that's why you must learn God's word so that you grow. The more you grow, the more you put away childish things. Sin is childish. Look at it. He said, my little children, I write to you that you sin not. Meaning children sin. Meaning the children in Christ, they are the ones who sin. But the adults in Christ, they don't sin. Do you know what they do? The Bible says they focus on the word of life. Their mindset is on Christ. It's on God. It's on eternal life. You know, they have better things to think about than sin. If this is not okay for you, 1 John 1, 9, which is, which is one of, he said, he said, if you shall confess your sins, to the Lord. He said he is what? Faithful and just to forgive you. He said if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive. Maybe you have not read it properly. He said if we confess our sins, the guy is already ready. He is already faithful and just to forgive. Our sins 
and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, the word confess here is not what they do at the Roman place. And this confession is different from the one in James chapter 5. Where it says, confess your sins one to another. What it means is that if I have wronged you, I can come to you and say, oh, Sarah, I'm sorry. I wronged you. Please forgive me. I forgive you. But not to go and sit down and go and tell a man, confess to a man. Is the man assistant Holy Ghost? Is the man assistant Holy Ghost? Then you go and say, Father, I did this, and I did this, and Father, and then Father says, okay, you are forgiven. See, the word here, confess, is the word acknowledge. Acknowledge. In other words, acknowledge that I did this. Now, he said, he is faithful and just, and just to forgive. Which means the forgiveness is already available. So you do not ask God. Please listen to me. Don't ask him for forgiveness. Don't beg him for forgiveness. Take the forgiveness. Take it. So you know, I'll show you this. So imagine I make a mistake. I need to acknowledge that I have made a mistake. So I say, Father, I'm sorry I did this. That's the acknowledgement. I insulted hey, that she has a big head. So I said, Father, I'm sorry I did this, you know, whatever. But I thank you and I receive your forgiveness. Are you listening to the words? I receive your forgiveness in the name of Jesus Christ. The word receive is the word lambano. It means you take. Taking means it is available. Look, forgiveness is available. All you have to do is to take. Now, you realize that if you don't practice this thing, you realize that even though you have said, Father, forgive me, you have prayed all the way you pray, Father, forgive me for that. Even after one week, the thing is still running in your head. When you are praying, the thing comes to your mind. As you are fasting, the thing is playing in your mind. Why? You have not received. You are begging. The question is, you are asking God, forgive me. When he forgives you, how would you know? How would you know you have been forgiven? If you don't take forgiveness, the accuser will come. He will come and remind, as you are in prayer, like we are all sitting here and hearing the word of God, and the man of God is teaching something, and you did something yesterday, and you did not take the forgiveness. Satan, as you are sitting now, you say, Samati. <laughs> then, then as you are watching, then he brings a picture. Then you are sitting now and say, Oh, Father, forgive me. Father, forgive me. Oh, Lord, I beg you. I beg you. Oh, Lord. Lord, I won't do it again. Lord, I beg you. I beg you. The Bible says, if your heart condemns you, Bible says God is greater than your heart. Which means that God does not want you to feel condemned, not in a way. People do not understand the death and the resurrection of Christ Jesus. Forgiveness has been made available to you. Now, it is up to you to believe what I'm saying. Receive it. Take it. Take the forgiveness. Say, I thank you that I am forgiven. In the name of Jesus. And then, Persuade yourself that you are forgiven. You see yourself walking free. I'm telling you. Otherwise, 
You are there praying. You are fasting. Satan will bring that picture. You will stop the fasting. Because you are thinking that, oh, God has not forgiven me. So all this prayer will not go. You are praying. As you are praying, then Satan will bring the picture. Then you will like, now your prayer becomes, Father, I beg you. Lord, I beg you. Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, this is the condemnation of the devil. I'm telling you. So what? When we preach this, are we saying people should go and sin and receive forgiveness? No. When we teach these things, people stay away from sin. You know why? They fall in love so much with God. Nobody wants to hurt whoever they love. If you marry someone, you love the person. That reason why you wouldn't want to do anything to hurt the person. Even if you are taking a decision, you think twice. Even if you are not like that, then I'm sorry, you are not in love. Maybe you used to live a single reckless life that could land you in trouble. But now somebody has come into your life and you love the person. reason why you brought the person into your life. So now I cannot take that decision because what if I do and I get myself into trouble, it affects the person. It affects the children that I have also because they love me. It takes a hardened heart of a witch to make you go reason why I am sorry is one of the biggest weapons to suit in the heart of men. I'm sorry. Please. It does not, my father taught me, he said, it does not matter where the heart has. If you say, I am sorry, it will find some way in the person to bring the heart down. So if men can act like that, how much more God? How much more God? Did we not read that his message endures forever? So I'm telling you, people don't know God. The Bible says that he is a good God and his mercies endure forever. So God says you have sinned. So therefore, I'm going to scatter your business. I'll scatter. You will not get married. You will not get this. You know. So you enter into a prophetic meeting and all the bad things that ever happened to you are the things they will call out. The reason why something is not is because you have also not received what God has said about you. Now, I'm a prophet, so I'm qualified to say that. We see. I never will pick up things that people... We, what? I can inquire, my friend. But that is not as important. What I am interested in is all the amazing things. Didn't the Bible say that you have become God's poem? You have become God's poema. You are the poem that he recites. Your good life. He said you are recreated in Christ Jesus for unto good works. And he had predestined your life on a path that you have an amazing life. This is, when, when I'm prophesying to you, this is what I look at. I look on your path and I see all the amazing things that God has for you. I look at all those good words and I tell you, I see the Lord do this for you. I see the Lord do this. I see the Lord do I see the Lord do that. It's not like we can't see the other ones. How would that benefit you? It will only bring fear. So there are some of us we think as of today, the reason why things are not working is because of some things you did five years ago, ten years ago, something that happened to you. That is why. So that's why I'm not blessed. It is because you resorted to listen to that. I just showed you the Bible says that you are already blessed with all spiritual blessings. The thing is that believe it, receive. You tell yourself every day, I am blessed with all spiritual blessings. That is what I'm telling you today. You cannot tell somebody, God bless you. It's wrong. 
You cannot tell a Christian, God bless you. Now, we all heard, it has become like a greeting. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Oh, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Do you know what it means to say God bless you? It means that there is a blessing you don't have. Can you see that? So for whatever you have done for me, let God bless you in relation to that which you have done. But the Bible says, blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus, who has blessed us with so there's no blessing that you don't have. Believe it. Believe it. So Satan will tell you, hey, this fasting, you will not be blessed by it. How do you respond to the devil? Say, devil, you are right. Satan says, hey, this fasting, this prayer, it will not, you will not be blessed by it. He says, Satan, you are right. I will not be blessed by this prayer. I will not be blessed by this fasting. Why? I am already blessed. Before I started praying, I was blessed. We were blessed before we started praying. We were blessed before we started fasting. So you see, we do not get blessed by fasting. Neither do we get blessed by prayer. Please, I can't, just get that. Show us King James uh, TPT here. Every spiritual blessings in the heavenly realm has has already been lavished upon us as what a love gift a gift is not something you work for if i buy you a gift did you work for that gift it is something that out of my heart i decided to give you so you have all the spiritual blessings in heavenly places god gave it to you as a as a blessing as a gift why then do i need to pray now fast now sow a seed now before I get blessed. No. Then it's, then it's not a gift. It's something I worked for. Can you see that? Then I demand. That because I have worked. Based on my performance. And that is dangerous. You are saying God should bless me based on my performance. According as I have performed. Bless me. You think you come and sweep the whole place. Carry all the refuse and run to tamale and go and deposit and come here so he said god look at what i have done and bless me in a court in a that is why people pray say lord remember my offering because the book of psalm says remind me of your offerings he was talking to the jews because they were under performance we are not under performance see the offerings you give in church is not so that you'll be blessed the offerings you give in church it is an, a sign or an act of your love and your faithfulness to God who made all the monies in your hand available. Then the Bible says that for he gives seeds to sowers. Can you see that? So if I don't give my offering, will God be angry at me? Will he not bless me? Will he, ble will he not bless me? I am already blessed. Except that I will not have enough seed physically to sow. But as for the blessing, you are. So you must act on your blessing. Can you see this? When was this done for us? The verse 4 shows us. He said, and in love, he chose us 
before he laid the foundations of the universe. So before he laid the foundations of the universe, God has already blessed you. How about healing? Is God now, about, if you are sick right now, do you think God is about to heal you? You see, the way you pray is a result of what you know. Today, a victorious Christian is not a Christian that is looking for victory, but it's a Christian that is defending the victory he has in Christ. Did you hear what I just said? I am not victorious because I am, I am going to now receive the victory crown. I am, I, I am victorious. I am just defending my victory. If that is so, when you are sick, we don't pray that God should heal us. You are already healed. What do you do? You defend the healing. Are you already healed? You see, we didn't see they doing the vaccine, the COVID. This scripture never come to, came to your mind. Sorry, it didn't come to, to your mind. Did you, so, so what if I caught the virus? Would the virus kill me? What did the Bible tell you in 1 Peter 2.24? He said, by his stripes, you were. The healing was done for you long ago before the healing before the sickness came I don't know if you get it it's like your school fees in the university from final year to from year one to year four was paid ten, 10 years ago before you finished SSS and went to the university okay let me let me help you here so I have your school fees has been paid year one to year four 10 years ago. 10 years ago, you were in GSS. <laughs> Let's assume. Now, you have finished secondary school. You have entered into university. Your fees have been paid. You didn't know. Now, they bring the list of people who are owing. And they mistakenly put your name there. What will happen to you? You will go home as well. Because you don't know your fees have been paid. Is that correct? Please, when you know and you have been told by evidence that your fees have been paid and they put your name there, what would you do? You would defend it. That Please, check your records. My fees have been paid. In the same way, when sickness enters your body, you don't pray and accept it. You defend that by his stripes, by, by his stripes, I were healed. I have been healed already. Long ago. Headache. Jesus knew you would come today. So he healed me long ago. Cancer. Jesus. See, when you are sick, eh, you just pray this. You bounce back quickly. You came too late. I overcame. We said to the mountain. We tell the sickness. You came too late. The price has been paid. There are a lot of people lying in the hospital. Sick. Christians. What are they waiting for? They are waiting for God to come and heal them. When the truth is, he had already healed them. 
if they have this revelation, I'm telling you, they will bounce back. They will rise up. They'll be like, ah, if I'm already healed, why am, what am I doing here? You see, your faith will rekindle. You say, no, 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 no. Then, I can't, then this malaria cannot be. The doctor says I have cancer. No, but Jesus, that is why Jesus died. I have COVID. That is why he died. I have migraine. That is why Jesus died. I have epilepsy. That is why he died. I have low blood pressure. That is why he died. Every sickness you can think about, that is why he died. And if he died, then I defend my healing because he died for my sake. Say, I defend my healing. That's why when I pray for somebody, I will say, check it. You know, you see the way I tell you? I said, check it. It's not there. Because I'm telling you, defend it. Look at it. It's not supposed to be there. But you see, if you don't defend it and they suck the fees, you will follow them. In other words, if headache comes and you don't defend, headache, you follow headache. Huh? He shows you where to sleep and how to sleep. I refuse. I've been healed already. Say it like you believe it. I, I don't see, I don't even allow slight headache. Like slight, I don't. Immediately I feel I say, hey, get out. I were healed long ago. Get out. And when, I, when I'm done, I stand and I wait for it. Yeah, start looking for it. That's right. But, oh, I have a headache. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Every headache. Get out in Jesus' name. You are saying you are not defending. Because you see, if your name is in the list, management or admin will not just easily take your name out. They will still insist that you are still owing. Because their records are fine. Can you see that? Then you also must defend. Otherwise, you'll be like, okay, what can come? Can come. Meanwhile, somebody had paid your fees. See, you say you are not blessed, but the blessing was paid long ago. Today, you are waiting for God to come and be your blessing. So I've told you about blessing, I've told you about healing. How about deliverance? You were delivered long ago. Colossians 1.13 Say you have been delivered. You have been delivered. Been deli- and when you look at all these words, they are in past tense. Because I, I want you to go on with a different mindset. These are the four things that work for me. So when, I, when there is cold, I don't say I have cold. I never say I have. It's not my property. No, I don't say I have headache. I have. I don't have. Do you have? I say I feel. I I feel headache. Because the body is for feeling. I feel like I have cold. No, I feel like there's cold, you see. Or sometimes I won't say it. All I have to do is that in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. This is why Jesus died for me. He was the last 39 for my sake. That I will forever remain healthy. Say, cold, get out now. Then I wait for it. Now, after saying it, don't act as if it is there. That is how you defend it. 
See, if I tell the boss that, if I know it has been paid, when I'm done, say it, it is paid, please go check your records. Everything is paid. I sit down. I don't carry my bag as if I'm leaving. No, I put my book and I said, even if I'm going to the, to, the, to the admin with them, I leave my books there. But those who really owe, they pick their bags. Don't pick your bag yet. Don't pick your bag yet. Put your bag there put, because you know you are coming back. Oh, you didn't get it. I'm coming back. So sometimes, after praying, the headache is not going. It's not like it's not going, no. The headache is checking the records. It's checking the records. And sometimes, what record is he checking? Your faith. Your faith is your defense. Your faith is your defense. Say, no, I've been healed in the name of Jesus. Is anybody here that is sick? If you hold on to it, by the time I'm done, you'll not come here for me to pray for you. Do you remember the last time we had a healing service? It didn't, one of the services that didn't take too long. We didn't, we will not do out, out. I told them that they are not supposed to be sick. And they believed. Immediately we declared, every one of them was healed. That is how it's supposed to be. With no drama. Why should it be drama? Am I the one who died for you? But Jesus was the only one. When the gun was put on our head, he came to take our place and said, shoot me instead. (laughs) The Bible says, it is easy for a man to die for a good man. Not a good man dying for a bad man. But Jesus, the Bible says, when we were yet sinners, he loved us and he died for us. Not when we were good people. When we're sinners, he's the only person that can die. Imagine, imagine that somebody, your brother or your maid servant, has stolen some money from your account, and 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 robbers come to your house and they want to shoot somebody in your house and they put on the on the on the on that person who stole your money, because God has ways of answering prayer. God has mysterious ways of handling prayer. You you steal my money. You see what God has granted you. When you die and you go and you come back again, you will not take my money again. But Jesus will say, I don't care if you stole my money. Please shoot me instead and let her go scot free. Somebody say glory. Refuse to hear from people, from people that you are not blessed. Refuse to hear from sicknesses and diseases. Your body is not their abode. See, their rent, they were ejected long ago. They were displaced. They have been, sicknesses and have been displaced. How about prosperity? Are you prosperous? That one too. He did it long ago. 2 Corinthians 8, 9. Oh, you are too loaded though. Hmm. On Wednesday, I'll talk to you about the Son of God. Okay? How many of you are sons of God? Do you understand what it means to be a son of God? So I'll continue this message with that. It will blow your mind. Blow your mind. Look, he said, For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for for your sakes, he became that you through his poverty, might be rich. 
prosperity. He said, I wish above all things that you prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospereth. Prosperity is yours. You have it already. Oh, why am I not seeing the prosperity in my life? You have not received it yet. It is there with you, but you have not believed it. So you talk as though you are not prosperous. See, if you work in the office, salary is not the evidence of prosperity. So if they don't increase your salary, then you are, hey, hey, you are, you are fight. Why? Why? If you begin to do these things, you are trying to say that this is your source of prosperity. Our source of prosperity is not from salary. What God had in mind for you was not salary. It's not even income on your PL. What God had for you in mind is wealth. Wealth, that's what He has for you. He said, I'll give you the wealth of the hidden, the wealth, the gold, the silver. Please, do you know that there are a lot of wealth in the sea? The book of Job says, he said, millions. I read it, we read it some time ago. He said, he, said, he said billions of dollars worth of treasures. He said under the sea you see here. If God wants to blow your mind there, eh, you are wondering where he will get it from. He doesn't even need to come from heaven. You see. Believe God. How many of you are about to be blessed? Now you hear that in churches. Is that the one with the loudest amen, you receive the blessing. I don't need to shout to receive it. I am blessed. They do that just to get you to shout. You to sometimes shout and let us feel okay. Oh, mini. When we are preaching and you shout, you know, then, then we, we are preaching to you and you are so quiet. When you're too quiet, you will sleep. So sometimes you shake yourself. Glory! Did you realize the Bible says that Peter and Paul, the Bible says that there was um, a sorcerer. Peter. There was a sorcerer that said that when he saw the power that Peter and them were using, and then when the people were being baptized, he also wanted to be baptized. Then after he said, Hey, Peter, hey, if you can take this money and give me some of the power. And then Peter said, you perish with your money. Do you think the gift of God is bought with money? Now the question is, if he was born again, Peter wouldn't have said that to him. So even though he joined them to be baptized, he was not born again. Please, when, when somebody is suffering because they hurt you, it's not God answering you. Please. Huh? There's nothing like karma in Christianity. There's nothing like karma. If there's something like karma, you will not be alive today. That prayer you pray, forgive us as we forgive others. Look, like you are dead. You know what it means? You have hurt me. I say, God, as much as I will forgive you, that is how God should also forgive me when I hurt him. You that after six years, when you remember the matter, 
some of us, some of us, we don't forgive you. We only hold it for a while. Let me help you here. This is how you know you are forgiving somebody. If you offend me and I forgive you, this is how I know. I will test it if I'm forgiving you. I go down on my knees and I start praying for you. Say, Heavenly Father, I pray for her. In the name of Jesus, let everything. But because you have hurt me, eh, I don't wish good things for you. So you cannot pray from your heart to the person. Test it. So if you think you are forgiving somebody, please, when you are done, kneel down and pray. Say, Father, I pray for. I'm telling you, it, come, it comes naturally. How many, of you, how, many, how many of you are about to be prospered? I'm tricking you. I'm tricking you. How many of you are about to be blessed? I, <laughs> I was sitting in a trotro and you know these evangelist people that preach. Why you, got, why you don't give them attention that they are angry? See, the guy was preaching. I was looking into my window. Am I the Bible? Am I Jesus? Because I was not looking at him, then he started telling me, eh. now there are young boys and girls. When the word of God is coming, they will even listen. They will even look at you. Oh, then they want to be blessed. Do you will sit in torture? Oh. I just look at the guy. In my mind, I wanted to give him some cash. Because he spoke for a few minutes, and for the rest of the time, he was going to do crusade. He needs speaker, he needs mic, he needs this, he needs that, he needs that. So I was going to give him some 10 CDs. But those times, you know, I hadn't grown like this. It was an eye for an eye. <laughs> so, so when I was getting now, I, I squeeze, I, you know, I pressed my money, I put my money in papa. What did my tell me we, like, yeah. Maybe you see when when he does that to you, next time you you add another ten cd and you give it to him. You look into his face and the Lord honor you, sir. So the Bible said you rightly have to divide the word of truth. We are not even supposed to say so winning. Because we don't win souls. What do you win the soul for? We win spirits. Is the spirit that will be recreated. If any man, the spirit man, is in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are becoming new. Your head never changed when you became born again. Because it was not your body that changed. The way you used to think never changed. Because you were, it was not your soul that was changed. But your spirit, your desire, your, your zeal for God increased. Why? Because something has happened to the spirit. But because we have said it over and over, we still say, so winning. But actually, it is spirit winning. We win spirit for Christ. Can you see that? Yeah. The power of words, eh? Satan has a way of waxing your words to make them feel like it is right. But I'm telling you, it is not right. So you realize that the power that is supposed to move through is not able to come. Paul and Silas only. The Bible says they prayed and they worshipped. And the Bible says and the prison gates and the, and the earthquakes. Just, just two, two of them. Here we sing wrong songs. The 
The lyrics are amazing, but they are not truth. Rightly divide the word of truth. God doesn't change your destiny. You thank him for your destination. In other words, he's a destiny maker. And we thank him for the destiny that he has given us. What is the destination? He said, a prearranged. He said, you have the good life. See, I look forward to having a good life. Because that is what has been prearranged for me. It cannot be changed. When God prearranges for you, nobody can change it. Not even the devil. He said, for we are more than conquerors. He said, in all these things, we are more. We are more than conquerors. I'm not a conqueror. If there are a group of people called conquerors, I am more than them. That is the life I live. When you, when you know this, you cast out devils like, like you are drinking water. See, if you don't know who you are, Satan can tell you don't know who you are. Today you are crying. Tomorrow, Tears doesn't move God. Tears doesn't move the devil. Tears doesn't move sicknesses. It is your faith and your knowledge. If thou be a son of God, turn these stones into bread. Jesus said, for it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. The devil says, yes, sir. So let's go to another place. Can you see this? How many of you are blessed? The Bible says that for we share the blessings of Abraham. Why? Because of our faith. We are blessed. You don't need cash to show you are blessed. <laughs> so sometimes when you say people are blessed, they look at where they live, what they have. Then they say, I don't look like I'm blessed. You don't need all those things to determine you are blessed. You were blessed before those things appeared. I'm telling you, you can be living in a small kiosk. The day you find out that you are blessed, that room can't contain you. You didn't hear that? That room can't contain you. You must be, you must be taken out. Because now you have come to the consciousness of the fact that I'm a blessed man. And there are some places blessed men don't stay. Don't settle for less. There is no argument. There is no bargaining. I am blessed with the highest blessings. Sometimes a two-bedroom can't contain you. See, blessing is, the revelation is that the more you receive it, the more you get promoted. The more you don't know, the more you settle for anything. The, the, the understanding of blessing opens your eyes to see. People want to buy the escalates and everything. You get to a point where jets become your focus. They are all transports. So when God was giving Abraham transport, he gave him camel. That was the top notch. Some donkey. And some horses. You see, different ones. So you see, maybe you don't have a car. So your desperation. But you see, when your eyes are open, blessing and consciousness, you build it. Then it goes to a car. Then, you know, maybe Opel is okay for now. Then it gets to some, you understand? Then, then it gets to the Bentleys and you know, because not because you see, because you now understand your blessing. 
And so it's, it's like, it's like, it's like it, it pulls you to see better things. When I'm telling you, see, when I sleep and I dream and I'm lying down, I'm thinking and I look at how blessed I am and how God is loading onto me and people are hearing me, listening to my messages. I see one million people sitting down at a time listening to me. Psalm 2 verse 8. Show message. On your birthday, eh? on your birthday, there are some prayers to pray. Birthdays are not only for Keiko. Be, be spiritual, Kakra. Look at it. What do you want? Name it. Nations as a present. Continent as a price. Go on. You can command them all to dance for you. Or throw them out with tomorrow's trash. Did you see that? Show me TPT. Eight and nine. Look, he said, ask me to give you nations and I will do it. And they shall come to your legacy. Your domain will stretch to the ends of the earth. You will shepherd them with unlimited authority. Crushing their rebellion as an iron rod smashes jars of clay. When you know you are blessed and you have all things, you don't have mood swings. You don't have mood swings. Today you are happy. Tomorrow you are not happy. You don't feel like talking to anyone. You are, you are a baby. You think rich men, they, they worry about the things we worry about. If the guy has money to pay school fees at Cambridge, Yale, Oxford, that one becomes his, I don't know which school to take my child. Not, I don't have money to pay. Did you hear that? If they want to punish their children, say you, go and, go and pack up. You go, you're going back to the US. That is the punishment. Then there's another person is punishment. Daho, daho. Listen, listen. Act like a Christian. The Christian does not worry because he has all things. When your mood is getting a better part of you, begin to speak in tongues and switch back. Look, God wants you to be happy. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Choose to be happy. Even when you don't feel like laughing, laugh. Some of you Robocops. He says, smile. Even when they go for a comedy show and the thing is very funny, everybody, quah, quah, it's like, ah, why are you guys laughing? Wait, you die early. Because the Bible says joy, joy, laughter is healing to your body. Laughter is healing to your body. Laugh, laugh, laugh. Eh, laugh. Not smile, laugh. I want to see your teeth. Aha. Uh-huh. Laugh. Now I'll show you this. 
If you want to learn how to laugh in the Holy Ghost, like you pray, and you can feel the laughter coming. This is how we started. There are some of you, you prayed in Holy Ghost. You have never laughed in the Holy Ghost before. All you know is that in Jesus' name I pray. No. See, also, I can't pray for five minutes without laughter. It's not like I'm forced to laugh. That thing comes. It comes and I jump. Joy. Once I receive that one, I know the prayer is answered. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Raymond Night at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our prophetic service on Friday at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Vanessa's service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny Hyphen L Jedu, and on Instagram at Prophet Danny L Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. To receive our weekly newsletters, please subscribe to www.pdgministries.org. You can contact Word and Spirit International on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-54937-7290 or plus 233-50432-8959 or plus 233-2751-008000. So many people have received testimonies by listening to these podcasts. Now, if you are one such person, share your testimony with us by leaving a write up of it in the comment section or send it to us via email to contact pdgministries.org you were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world you are blessed Name, victory.